It's the Dirty Sheets back after WrestleMania week and weekend. Our boy Billy flew on over to L.A., so we're going to get the scoop on Billy's thoughts of WrestleMania, what happened during WrestleMania, some of the people he ran into, some of the nonsense that was tweeted about them running, quote-unquote, into him, which, um, yeah, I could stand next to somebody and never acknowledge that the person is next to me, and then when they leave... I could say, see, they ran from me, and you, we'll get into it. Uh, this show's probably going to be a two-parter because we got a lot to talk about. Uh, so we'll get into it right away. I'm Cab Manning from the Lingus Mafia podcast. Call my nonsense, patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia. Look for me on Twitter at Lingus Mafia if you want everything to get through to Billy. Just hit me up there. I could relay things uh, because we're going to start off with a question that I did get on Twitter uh, this morning from somebody. But before that happens, this is Mr. Billy Body. How do you do there, jet lagger? Yeah, I'm struggling with that. Getting getting back right That's this time. Rough. The West Coast. <laughs> horrible, yeah. Oh, it's worse question. for Austin. I, I did it for Vegas. As well, uh, it's the same time difference. So I got out of it, come back into it. Uh, I was only home for three weeks, and we flew back out to LA <laughs> from Vegas, uh, Vegas, London, then LA. Um, this one's this one's a little bit harder, but Austin's just like fucking, just still just going to sleep, um, <laughs> sleeping midday, just going to sleep at like three, four in the morning, and waking up at five in the afternoon. So yeah, wow. needs to needs to stop. This- so the first question that uh, before we get into our rundown, I wanted to make sure um, one of the fans had a question for you. And they said, does Billy know anything about what is up with Bailey? She had a cryptic tweet where it was like, sometimes everything comes to an end, you know, time to move on, something like this and said bye on Twitter. Um is her contract done? Is she going somewhere? Is this just I need a break because I keep losing to everything? Is she scheduled for vacation? What is the deal? Or maybe you don't know anything about it. Yeah, I think the only thing that I know is that they're done with damage control. Um, Vince never liked it in the first place. And um, I think if they were continuing on, they have to win that match. I, I, I even said that in the preview. I just said that if you lose, you're losing to these part-timers, these mums that come in and beat you. Is There's no real place to go. And um, I, I didn't expect the result of that match to be what it was either. And, and when it did happen, it was a clear indicator to me that they were going to be shortly done. And um, then on Monday, you were basically told that they, they were done. So her tweet was in relation to the group. Uh-huh. It was not in relation to to her i don't believe i think she'll go on to to do something else i don't think they'll release her or anything like that um but yeah the the group is done i mean vince didn't like it it's triple h thing and i think that's just you know a a kind of a swinging your dick kind of move like Mm -hmm. in terms of trying to dignify that i'm in charge the same way it can be seen that way for the the rehires of the rehiring of the people that he fired. Mm-hmm. So we may see some of this in the next few months, like in terms of reestablishing where the power lies. I got you. Okay. Uh, thank you for the question, by the way. Uh, so let's start in with you got to LA and right off the bat, uh, you were like, Hey, I heard uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be over at this, uh, whatever muscle beach or something like this. And um, he was there with fucking Dolph Lundgren, which is fucking fantastic. It is uh Age is a horrible thing, Billy. 
It really, I mean, just ask Trish Stratus. But age is a horrible thing. I mean, you know, we're more Jack than Arnold at this point. And, uh, you know, Mr. Olympia over there. But um, he he signed for your son. Uh, you tried to have something signed for yourself, actually, because it's always, you know, people think you send your son for these things. Meanwhile, it's your son. I've never seen fucking Billy in a picture with a wrestler. It's all his son. So I, I don't see where it's... Um, Billy wants to get close to the wrestlers because he doesn't have a fucking picture with anybody. Um, so you try to uh, get, uh, I mean, it's different. Like I say, it's different. You go up to Arnold Schwarzenegger than if you go up to a fucking wrestler. I'd rather go up to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, you said he was a little grumpy. Yeah, I um, so I, I will I will go up and have my picture taken with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. And, and I will get something signed if, if possible. Um, like. I wouldn't have actually gone for the the second item. Like I got a couple of bits. If someone's really friendly, um, you know, I always always Austin always tries to get something signed. And then if they're super friendly, you'd be like, "Fuck it, I'll chuck another thing out there." If they're super friendly. Yeah, you people. measure it. You uh, you weigh the situation. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you know, you just go for your your photo, right? Yeah. But he was not that guy. So I went for the second item because. The first item, he signed it on the wrong side of the toy box. Now we had pre. <laughs> my my friends were already out in um, in LA before me because I wasn't 100 percent going to this whole thing. Remember, so yeah. I when I did decide to go, I decided to keep it short, down to five days. They were already there, and they were already down at the Venice Beach side of things, and they were doing um, things down there. And they were like, "Holy shit, we've seen Arnold every day." At this gym. Jeez. So I was like, what gym is this? They were like, Gold's Venice Beach. So obviously, probability is like, if he's going, they've seen, they've been there two days, they've trained two, they've been there three days, they've trained twice, seen him twice. So, and they've also seen Jean-Claude Van Damme. So I ordered an Arnie figure, action figure, and had it sent to a mailbox down in Staples, a Staples in um, in LA. Mm-hmm. Quickly picked it up, just went to my hotel, like an Amazon box, picked it up, Went down there. Austin had the figure. He signed it. But his assistant went, uh, no filming, no filming. Like, huh. I'm taking a photo. It was like, like no, 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 no filming, no filming. And this is funny because he'd just been filmed training with Dolph Lundgren by yeah. loads of like bystanders in the gym. But it didn't stop them from stopping him, uh, you know, from not training, uh, from not filming him training. So he said, no filming, no filming. So I was like, okay, I put the camera down. I got the one photo of him signing that thing. I went in for my for my own thing, and uh, I went, oh, can I can, can I get a picture, please? And my friend did the same. Uh, and he was like, no, no, sorry. He's got, and his assistant was like, no, sorry, he's got to go. Um, so you can't really say anything to that. Um, there's yeah, nothing I mean, you can say at that point. But so, yeah, he didn't sign my my bit, which was just a Gold's Gym cap that I bought. Um, so afterwards, we got that same cap signed by Dolph Lundgren. And Dolph Lundgren, like, he was uh, more like talkative. Oh, where are you from? Oh my God, you're from London. Uh, we're we're going to be. It's there always soon. a plus if you're out of a country and you visit somewhere because it's the same as being a fan of the sports team that is not local. Those fan because mm. there's you're not getting swarmed by the whole stadium. You have you know a little group that you talk to. Like I've gone and you know when I've gone to Mets games, they've thrown me a ball in particular and they pointed to my hat. You know, and it was, so it was like, yeah, it's your, you know, that's always the, if you want to go uh, to your own hometown's place, just wear a different person's hat and uh, they'll throw you a ball. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, because so when you're always saying you're from England or whatever, they're always like, oh, shit, like, you know, you're not from around here, so, you know, you get a little bit of a different treatment. I might as well just go around and start doing the accent and say I'm from London. Yeah, I mean, this this, didn't, this only mattered to one guy. Like, it, it mattered to Dolph Lundgren, but like, I know Lundgren was relatively friendly um, with everybody anyway uh, because, you know, my mate got, my mate had uh, got him um, – about an hour before me because he got him as he was coming in. Um, I got him after Arnie went because uh, I had the gold gym cap left over. So, I mean, every, everything I bought got signed. Mm-hmm. Just not particularly happy with the, the Arnie signature. I don't think I showed you it, did I? Or did I show you or not? I, I did. I saw the um, the action figure signed. Um, and I saw the hat signed by Dolph and the picture of uh, Dolph yeah, with so, your son. Yeah, I mean, the action figure is not as bad as I'm making it sound, it's just not on the right. It, it would have really popped on the other side, but it's still going to get certified and authenticated and everything on that side. And I still had an immediate offer for it with someone said, I'll give you 500 for that. Wow. I was just like, nah, Jesus. No, oh, hold on. I sent you the action figure before, not when it was signed. I've just seen the pro photos. Mm. Oh, I didn't. I, then, I see. Yeah. I didn't see the, what did he sign then the back of the box. No, no, he signed. You know where it opens up, where the plastic is. Yeah, he signed on 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 not on the plastic, but on the on the inside of the box. So if you open it, you can see the figure. I think the old, like an old man in him, thought oh, I shouldn't sign over the figure because you won't be able to see it properly. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Mm. Whereas, like, where like the figure collectors, we don't really care about that. Oh yeah. So you just sent me the picture that uh. Yeah, he signed like when you, it's one of those opened uh, figures to where you open it kind of like a book and you have a picture of the action figure on the left side and then the actual action figure in the plastic in the other side. And he signed um, the open book part, which I guess if you if you display that, you could have it in an open, you know, something like that in a, in a case of something. Oh, you sort. would. You, you, I mean, you'd have it you'd have it open anyway, like mm-hmm. when, if you display either side, like you'd have it, oh, that's how I've got my Christopher Lloyd. But my Christopher Lloyd signed on the plastic. This one signed, obviously, on the on the cardboard. And I, I honestly, I just think that his mindset was not to destroy the figure because that would be weird because mm-hmm. of the kid's figure. My, my mindset was probably just, I'll, I would, I'll sign on this side so the figure looks, you know, complete, like as you can see it all. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Like I, I would, I think in future, I know people like these paint pens. They're like, very popular at the moment. Yeah. Like, but. For me, I've had a lot of bad experiences with them. Um, I've had WWE stuff done in these paint pens where it's starting to crack. Mm. Uh, oh, they crack. So, oh, my, I've the, always had a smear. Yeah, the crack. No, not the smear. I haven't had the smear. I've had the crack, like where there's little, where it dries and there's little cracks in it. So I think in future, I'm just going to go black. Like just like when um, when we got Jake, when Jake the Snake decided to sign stuff at breakfast for free, mm-hmm. um, we just... Um, we just went black and it was safe. And, you know, straight away I got the comment of, oh, didn't you have any paint pens? It's like, huh. no, I did, but I'm in, done with that shit. So, yeah. So you go from uh, meeting some cool people to uh, meeting a complete uh, douchebag. And you do the same thing that I always fuck up. And you did the same thing on Twitter, which I laughed about because you called him Sap. And it was Satin. <laughs> Because I go, yeah, it's the same fucking person. What the fuck? Um, so you're walking around, uh, like, it's, uh, was it WrestleCon at that point? And you see from, no. a, it wasn't WrestleCon. Where was it? 
This is the WWE hotel. Okay, that hotel. And you see from a distance, kind of in the side, you see what you think you recognize as somebody, and it happens to be no, Satin. I know this is Ryan Satin, and he knows it's me. Because, like, we we made eye contact before, as he mentions in the video, uh, last time. And last time he power walked up the escalator, and I left him because he, he was walking too fast. I remember that. Um, and I knew that. And um, he power walked up the escalator. And this time he hid behind a van. But I remembered like his tweet where he turned around and goes, just walk past Billy Barty. Um, after all this time, um, he had his chance, but he wasn't about it or something. And yeah, uh, didn't say anything. To it's him. the keyboard tough guy shit. And you know what? That's what's funny because you kind of let things lie. And then you hearken back to it in your brain and it, and it fucking gets you fucking boiling. Yeah, and that was that was the thing. I, I remembered that as much as obviously the the Sean Ross Sap incident, and now obviously with that Sap incident, like people have seen bits of it. Um, my son has been conveniently edited out any time where I mean, not every time, but a lot of the times where I very loudly and clearly said, "Let's let's fucking go outside. Let's do it. Let's go outside. Go outside now. Let's go outside." The amount of times I said that has been cut out. It's been reduced down to, I think, what, maybe one or two times on the videos. That Nonetheless, you did say, the... let's go outside. I mean, that was clear. Right. You've said it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, none, nonetheless, like that video was significantly reduced to make him look as good as possible. And he obviously thought and his his um, his fucking loser listener base had interpreted that as him being some kind of hero. Of course, they would. Um, just on the basis that I said. I'm going to fucking hit this guy if I see him. Never thinking I'd see him whilst I was with Austin because I do do a lot of trips without. And I had seen him in other trips without Austin and he did nothing. But obviously, as I said, I go back to the situation and say it was all filmed by someone else. The plan was for him to get hit and for that video to be turned in. I know that was the plan. I know that was the setup, which is why I was trying to get him to go outside. But when you look at the verbal side of it, it wasn't the full video isn't very much different to this one with Ryan Satin. Ryan Satin did not fucking want it at all. I said every fucking thing to this motherfucker about his weight, about his content, about his girlfriend, um, about what a fucking pussy he was. Other words I won't repeat, like, but everything that you could possibly say to a man to get a response. Even when he turned around and goes, I'm working, I'm working, I'm a professional. I was like, when are you not working? When are you not working? Well, I'll, let's do it when you're not working. And like, then it I was, fucking, I'm, I'm an adult, I'm not fighting anyone. <laughs> well, you, 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 you tell it because, you know, this is going to come across like, oh, you know, Billy's giving his version. Yeah. There's only one version. We both watched the video, so I'll let the other guy speak about it. Yeah, I, I mean, me. I have the video. I've had people go, hey, can I see the video? Um, and it's it's Billy, like, leaning over a railing, trying to get as close as he can and yelling at him to his face while the other guy is sitting, is sitting there, you know, with his looking at his phone. And I, you see that he's kind of nervous about maybe you're going to swing. So he's kind of, like, backed up a little bit and smoking. Or is that a vape? I can't tell the fucking difference. And he's uh, he's just like like doing the chuckle, like I'm working. I'm I'm not gonna fight you. I'm an adult. I'm not gonna fight you. I'm an adult. But you make a very good point to him, and it's pretty much the only thing that needs to be said and left and done. Is you said you guys, as in this little shit community that they have, were all about 
very convenience uh, when it comes to you, where it was, oh, fucking Billy's a pussy. He uses his son as an excuse to uh, say that's why he couldn't fight. And then when it is not to their advantage because your son is there again and you said, my friend's watching my son, let's fucking go. It's, you're going to fight in front of your son? So all of a sudden now it's, you're a horrible parent because you're willing to fight in front of your son. And when you weren't willing to fight in front of it, it was, there's your fucking bodyguard security, your son. And that's the reason why you're pussing out and using your son as an excuse. So it's, you can't fucking win. It's, hey, the sky is blue and they say, no, it's not. And you're like, it's fucking right here. What are you talking about? Um, so that's, that was his happy, fucking yeah, bullshit. I'm happy for you to insert that piece of audio in, like that, that, like that, that, that exact part, because that is significant. Because there's a, it's a no-win situation for me. If I don't fight, I'm a pussy, and my son's an excuse. Yeah. And if I do fight, oh my god, how dare you? How can you do this in front of your son? Uh-huh. Well, there's a big difference. My son was with a guy that I've known for 18 years this time, and yeah. had the shit hit the fan, they'd been in arrest or whatever. My son would have been upset. But he would have been with somebody that he knew who came to who came to Survivor Series with us as well, and he would have still got to WrestleMania. I wouldn't have done. Well, <laughs> I probably would have. I probably would have hit him and still attempted to get to WrestleMania, where they would have had to find me there, or when I got back to the hotel or whatever. But ultimately, it was a very different situation. It wasn't my son alone with the police waiting for his mum to catch a flight over until I got bail or whatever. It was my son with a friend I'd known for eighteen years and could still see from where he was that I was going to beat the fuck out of this guy. And I was going to beat the fuck out of this guy. I fucking, this guy has cost me Twitter. This guy has cost me money. This guy has cost me a job at wrestling Inc. And I was ready to fucking beat the shit out of this guy. But there was literally nothing there. No balls, no resistance to anything I was saying. You're a fat fuck. You're your fucking content's horrendous. Your girlfriend's a fucking moron. Um, yeah, you were hot. Not, you nothing. were you were pretty. That was the probably the hottest I've seen you. Um, like when you were you were you were dying to fucking get into it at that point. Um, yeah, it was yeah, a completely different desperate. video than what people have seen from the other shit. Um, so it's funny because he, it's I, I cannot stand the people that are are the hypocrite people where it's. I'm All working, that talk and then, here. you know, working. I'm, I'm working. What, I'm I, don't, I, don't, I don't fight. I'm an adult. Like, that's what he kept saying. I don't yeah. fight. I'm an adult. But, and then it was, but, he had to throw in that but, uh, I'm here representing a company. My company sent me here that pays me very well. <laughs> that was thrown in there. My company pays me very well. Thank you. I was like, and I said, like, why do I give a fuck? I'm not working. You are. It's like, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm working. I was like, when are you not working? Just tell me when you're not fucking working and we'll do it. I'm not going to fight you, dude. And he's like throwing in the dude like we're on some sort of good terms. I'm not going to fight you, dude. I'm an adult. I'm an adult. It's like, yeah, but you're also an adult who shouldn't stir up fucking pointless shit on social media. So you need to be an adult in both sides because if you don't act like an adult on there, then I'm going to beat the fuck out of you in real life. Unless you're a complete fucking pussy with no balls who actually shows no willingness and one I've never seen 100% 100% resistance from any man in that situation, no matter how much of a pussy you are. And he's the biggest pussy I've ever met in my life. He had no willingness, no heart, no balls, no nothing. No, I've ne- Could you believe? Could you even believe how 
weak he was. Yeah, I mean, not even he, to, even, like, even he didn't even day. mouth off back to you because I think he'd be worried that you were going to haul off and clock him. So he didn't even open his mouth to uh, say, he didn't say, like, one, like, fuck you or anything like that. All it was is, I'm not going to fight you. Why would you fight in front of your son? Um, I, I'm not, I'm an adult. Oh, he, that, he never said he, a fucking he was denying, word otherwise. He was denying sending one tweet. It was like, oh, I didn't send that tweet. I goes, I was really upset with you. I didn't send that one tweet. And it, oh, there's the other one where he was like, oh, you know, I thought we were cool. We made eye contact, but nothing happened. And I was surprised. What? He's like, well, you're not surprised. <laughs> I'm not, you know, you're not fucking, you're not fucking surprised now. I, I've come up to you, haven't I? So I said, because you fucking tweeted. I, and I even told him, I let you slide. I let you slide last time. And then you had to fucking go and say something. So yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, they, they just don't have any fucking. They just don't have any balls, and I, and I even think like, even Sap putting up his fucking couple of minutes of resistance was for the camera because he had nothing to lose. It was a win-win situation. You you stand your ground, and you that your your fan base will pretend you're a hero. Yeah, you get punched. You get the you get the arrest that you that you set out to get. So and the victory. you know. But uh, here's the thing, Cav. Last thing I'll say on it. Mm-hmm. These fuckers are having to come, they're going to have to come to England to carry us to, yes. to, carry, to cover a stadium show. I was, about uh, to, I was about to say that. And so, also, it will because Satin is more, um, uh, isn't he like only WWE or does he do both? No, I think he only does WWE. So. Well, then he's coming for money in the bank. Mm. He has to. He does those stupid he, interviews. I'm, well, I don't know if he'll come for money in the bank, but the thing is, if he does, the thing is with him is that that can't that can't go anywhere because there, there's no it can't it can't go anywhere like that. That was it. I already decided to, to have that confrontation at that point, and it, it just didn't it didn't yeah, go anywhere. Really it's, only, it's it's only ever going to be an assault. It's never going to be a fight with him. With, with, with Sean Ross Sapp, it might you know, turn into a, an actual fight where it might be a case of, oh, hey, well, you know, you started the fight and in my country, that's a police caution or a slap on the wrist or a fine or, or whatever. And I'll take, I'll pay that, no problem. But with, with, uh, with Ryan Satin, it's Yeah, a, that's it's just assault. picking up. It, yeah, that is. Because you're picking on a guy who wants none and, um, you know, is, you're beating up a retarded child, so you can't do that. Um, the, hmm. the, the fucking... Sap thing though, that's that's waiting to fucking happen. That's waiting to happen. It's 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 too much uh too much shit talking. So it's gotta fucking come down. As a man, you kinda gotta deal with it. So um well we'll see when old Wembley Stadium happens, how that goes uh for the big giant announcement, which I'm dying to hear the prediction of how many seats do you think are gonna be sold. What's a what's a uh uh, fail and what's a solid win for them for seats sold in Wembley? Because I said I don't think they got enough tarp to block off how many people aren't going to be there. No, um, I think that they have a chance and it will be a success if they can do sixty thousand. But they would need to, but that would only be with pricing starting at fifteen pounds, um, around about fifteen pounds to. Um, to a maximum, I would only go ringside for about 400. Mm. Um, events have not been priced up like that uh, since 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, we've moved way past that level of pricing. 
But in order to get an attendance anywhere near SummerSlam 92, they would have to go way back and they would have to price like SummerSlam 92. Mm -hmm. Then they would have a chance because people would see it as great value. um, And then you might get people coming out because the thing that people um, underestimate, um, and, and it happens all the time, like when we go to soccer games, Soccer games are priced up moderately. Um, they start at about £30. And the highest ticket at Manchester United, if it's not hospitality, is £58. And that's the biggest club in the country, right? So £58 is the highest ticket, the, the best priced ticket. But what, you think that's high? No, that's nothing. Like compared to like right, NFL. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and we pay <sighs> the NFL prices when NFL over. But this is not the NFL's AEW. So... If they, if they go with soccer prices, the other thing you need to take into consideration is that uh, when I go to Manchester United and I make a commitment to watch one game, mm-hmm. I pay, I get a £58 ticket for me, a £15 ticket for Austin as a junior ticket. I then have a hotel room usually for three nights, which ends up costing me about another £360. I then need to travel there. So my petrol will end up costing me about £80, £90. So on top of the you know, the 75 or, or, or 65 or whatever the two tickets cost me, uh, 75, sorry, whatever the two tickets cost me, I'm then looking at around about £380 of additional costs on top of food and whatnot or whatever, programs. Yeah, it's about £500 per game. So whatever they price the tickets up for, coming to London and people wanting to stay in London hotels – they're going to be looking at £100 maybe for that single night on top of that and the travel from whatever areas they're coming from. So as cheap as the ticket is, you then need to multiply that by four or five to get to the total cost of what it's going to cost. And that might be what puts people off. Unless you can get people to drive in from the London area, which means you'd be picking up your wrestling fans from Essex and Kent and um, all of the, the outskirts of London, uh, I don't think that would be enough to fill up the stadium. But I think the first objective is to price it up cheaply. The second objective is to get people there. Um, and if people are turning around, I've seen a couple of arguments that are so fucking stupid um, that um, I, I can't, I don't even know where to start with um, with, with dissecting them. But I'll, I'll simply, I'll simply dissect them as, as, as easy as I can. Um, the first one is the fact that AW is the biggest is the biggest wrestling company in the UK, the most watched company in the UK. So they'll be fine. <sighs> AW is on free television. It's on free television, right? Yeah. It's on ITV. ITV is free, like the BBC, like Channel 4. It's one of our free channels over here. It means that all 60 million people that live here can get it. And they draw 200,000 people right? Mm-hmm. Which is more than what the WWE do. But the WWE are on BT Sports, which is a subscription channel. Now, first of all, Sky and BT collectively between them have 25 million subscribers, but they don't necessarily subscribe to the sports channels. Now, the information as to exactly how many people subscribe to each sports channel isn't available, but the fact is, is that BT um have been hemorrhaging money from um, from selling from buying the Champions League and buying the WWE and buying all of these other programming that they've bought and they've not been able to make money on that so they've had to do a merger with with, an, with another company or in fact I think they've been bought out so 
that was not successful for them. They didn't have enough subscribers to warrant everything that they purchased. So I would estimate that they have roughly around about one to one and a half million people who are able to watch WWE, of which WWE WWE do a pretty decent number of 150,000 people a week on there, which means every one out of 10 people who can watch WWE do watch it. So that's 10% of the BT subscribers watch WWE. Now tell me the percentage of 200,000 out of 60 million. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll tell you what it is. Okay, I'll get thank the fucking you. Go and do it right now because it's, 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 it's a, a minuscule amount. So 60 million people divided by 200,000. Hold on, I did that wrong. 60 million people. Divided by okay, my calculator's coming up with 300. That's not a percentage. Um, I need to do a percentage here. So, I, I'll ask Siri, what is it? Um, what am I saying? How many, uh, how many people in the subscribe? 200,000 watches, Two it's 200,000 divide, divided by 60 million. Hold on, times 100. Okay, that's right. <laughs> Zero point three 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 percent of people mm -hmm. who can watch AW do watch AW. So that is a massive difference. They are not the number one wrestling company in this country um, by a long shot. Uh, when you add the fact that WWE can be watched on YouTube and they have a repeat show on Channel Five and. Obviously, a lot of people can illegally stream it because nobody's going to buy BT, I don't think, just for WWE unless you're a super fan. Um, and also, like, the numbers I'm giving you are the numbers of people who actually um, watch Raw live, and it doesn't take into fact, like, DVR numbers and things like that. Although, you know, the AW number doesn't either. Yeah. But ultimately, I would say they are nowhere near the biggest company because the comparison that I've seen is WWE did 62,000 people for Clash, and WWE are not as big as AEW in the UK. That's fucking bullshit. WWE have had a footprint here since 1989. They did a SummerSlam here in 1992. They had a song that was number four in the Christmas charts. Had that song come out at any other time of the year, it would have been a number one single in the whole of the UK. That's how big the WWE were. WWE have been selling what action song? figures here. Slam Jam. Really? Jesus. Yeah. And WrestleMania was number seven as well when it came out after that. Wow. So WWE have been selling action figures in this country since 1990 and successfully as well, 33 years. So I started watching wrestling um, after I got an action figure of it. I'm thinking, what is this thing someone's bought me? Um, <laughs> that was the order. I, I got a Jake the Snake and Hulk Hogan before I knew who they were. Someone bought me them thinking I watched it. And then I didn't, but then I did afterwards. That's fine. Um, so, yeah. So, ultimately, that's where we that's where we sit with that. And WWE 62,000, that was a massively papered crowd. Um, they tried to capitalize on this country desperately wanting another SummerSlam. And um, they priced very average tickets at 400 pounds. Um, they had travel packages at 10 grand which had four nights in a hotel with a ringside ticket and uh, a couple of meet and greets. It was ridiculous. Um, they really overestimated how much we wanted to see that event. And we wanted that event badly. 
but we're also in the midst of a fucking cost of living crisis where our gas bills have gone four times higher. Um, our income has been reduced from the pandemic as we continue to like pay back all of the furlough and shit that we had to, that we got all the free money we got suddenly is being paid back. We're paying more for gas, more for electricity. Um, just, just everything in general It's a fucking shit show over here. No one's got any fucking money. And they wanted to try and charge us an average ticket price of 400 pounds to go to clash at the castle. Uh, I know fucking Umar didn't, didn't even go to that show. Um, cause, cause I think of what it costs and he's a lawyer. So oh, I thought you were going to say I mean, he's a mark. And he's a mark. He's a mark lawyer. Um, but yeah, he's also black and they don't like to spend money. Um, no, so, I thought that was Jewish. And he's black people too. And, 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 and Asians. I think it's only Asians white people. I think the black thing, they just say Different they don't have money. That's why we're the best show on the fucking oh. planet over here. Um. <laughs> I think, I think, I think what it is is that they either they they don't know how to save money. There they you have go. Too much money. But that that's another. That's <laughs> it. Could be. I think with black people, it's one extreme or the other. If they have money, they'll fucking blow it. Like if they have a lot of money, they'll blow it. But if they don't, if they have a normal amount of money, they won't fucking spend it. And then you have the Indians and the Jews who just won't spend it regardless. Like I know some fucking tight as fuck Indians who just will not fucking spend money on anything at all. Like, um, I mean, my mom's one of these fucking people. Like I, I, I said to her, she was like, Oh, um, you know, how's Austin? I was like, yeah, he's having fun. Um, and I knew she hadn't given him any money for holiday. And I said, Oh, he's, he's using this, he's using this, um, he's got this credit card where everybody's giving him dollars but everyone's giving him money but you can't spend cash over it. So I put it all on a cash passport, right? Mm -hmm. She was like, She'd go, oh, I've forgotten to give him money, so I'll give him some. And she went, oh, that's nice. A woman's as tight as fuck. <laughs> like, she, she, I, I, I borrowed. I when I um when I was close to buying my house outright, and I didn't have a mortgage, and my parents turn around and goes, oh, you only need seventy five more grand, and you don't need a mortgage, so we'll give it to you. My dad gave me half, and my mum gave me half. My mum's half. I had to pay back with interest. Oh, that's funny. My God, with interest. Because she's the Indian on wow. that side. And my, and my dad is Arab, so he's <laughs> like that. So, so yeah. Oh, Honestly, I think, like, I think, like, I think the Jews, the Indians, the blacks, are all, like, fucking super tight. I think just, I think just blowing money is a white thing, to be honest. That's funny. Um, but anyway, um, I so, forgot what I was fucking Well, let's about. go on to something else. We, we're spending enough time on something that we, don't, we didn't even plan to talk about. Um, NXT, you went to the show? Yeah, I went to NXT at 9.50 in the morning. See, now, I mean, I liked it because I was like, oh, good. I practically, you know, it's an early thing. I, I really wish they didn't have two-night mania because I did like Friday was this, Saturday is this, Sunday is the big show, you know? Um do you watch NXT at all? Because I haven't watched in fucking, like, I so only watch when it's these pay-per-view, quote-unquote, pay-per-view things. That's the only time I watch. So I watch it in bits and pieces. So here was a funny thing, right? So I went on there, and I'm getting loads of shit from these people, like these fucking morons online saying, oh, it broke into a fucking skybox or whatever, and all this shit. So, oh, that's not your fucking box. Yeah, it's not my box, because I don't fucking pay $10,000 a year for an arena I don't go to. But, when I was going for tickets, there was an email, there was a, a section there 
and it said, um, uh, what does it fucking say? They're not skyboxes or, or um, hospitality boxes or something. It said hospitality boxes available now for like, and it was it was flashing up for um, for a huge discount or whatever it was. It was like a discount um, discount thing. So I went on there. And yeah, these hospitality boxes were like way, way down. It was like fucking $99 per person mm. um, to, to have a hospitality ticket. And the thing was, is that the stupid thing was, is on StubHub, the tickets for NXT were down to like fucking $11 or $12 or whatever to get into the arena. I only needed one hospitality ticket to get into the hospitality, right? Yeah. And then the other, and if Oscar came in with me, he didn't need one as well. So I only worked this out afterwards like a moron. But anyway, I should drop the 200 and thought I'd go up there. But there weren't any fucking, like, these people were saying, oh, if, there was a, if that was really your box, it would have food and everything in there. But it wasn't. And when I asked for, like, saying, oh, is there anything in there? There was like, oh, yeah, you get to use the you get to use the fridge. And there was, like, some fucking water in there and some stuff to make coffee with or whatever. But it wasn't fucking stocks. Now, I didn't go into investigate why that was or if that was something I was entitled to for my fucking $99 or whatever. But ultimately, like, I did not enjoy watching the show up there. So two mm. matches in, I moved down to hard cam anyway and um, and watched the show where I knew I could have got a free ticket for it. But in the end, I don't like to use my free tickets up pointlessly. If a ticket's like fucking $11, which is what it was. I, I just figured, fuck it. Like, I'm not going to fucking put in for a comp for this. Um, I'm not going to fucking text like any of my guys to say, oh, I need NXT tickets when it's fucking costing fuck all to go. Yeah. Um, and especially when a box was $99. But yeah, I mean, the novelty of it was there and Austin was enjoying like being, sitting on the fucking sofa and all that shit. But after a while, it was like, yeah, we can go sit down at hard cam. It's absolutely empty and, and, and do it. The only thing I regret is that I did it after... I, I I watched Tiffany's and Gigi's ass from higher up than I should have done. Well, you couldn't really miss Gigi's ass. I told you she's smoking mirrors. She is not those fucking pictures that you see of her. Uh, when she comes out and there was a pizza box attached to the back of her. Fucking, I don't know how you think that's a fucking nice ass. Um, well, Austin got a picture of her in real life, and... Um, I need to get that off him because I'm trying to post my um, WWE pictures. He actually got a lot of pictures with these with, these, with women. Well, I saw week. him with Liv. Uh, I was jealous about that. Liv, Bianca, Rhea, right after the match, which is a great picture. Did you see that? No. Right after WrestleMania. Oh, this is the this is the best picture because it's like as she's coming out of the um, as she's coming out of the match. And, you know, these people are like, oh, you, you don't fucking, you got kicked out of this place. You're kicked, I've never been kicked out of anywhere in my entire life, ever. Not a fucking StarCast, not a fucking WrestleCon, not a fucking WrestleMania, not SmackDown Raw. Do you really think that's going to happen? It's fucking one, and it, in fact, in part two of the show, you're going to find out, like, exactly um, why that wouldn't happen ever. Um, so, yeah, I actually... Um, um, got this. Got this picture immediately after That's the match. Great, yeah, which is, it's which great is really, picture. She still got the shit all over her face. The fucking uh, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani yeah. uh, melting face. Yeah. Yeah. So he got Rhea, Liv, Bianca. Um, uh, what's that one with the? Uh, oh shit, Nikita Lyons. Mm -hmm. um, who are we just talking about? Gigi Dolan. Um, we've already said Liv, but by far. 
the one that you went over and saw and was like, oh my fucking, and Scarlett he got as well. Mm. And one you looked over by far and was like, oh my God, like she's just ridiculous was Maxine Dupree. Yeah. Just, just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. That's a very model quality for sure. Um, so going into, we're going to, uh, Finish up the first half of the show with uh, Mania Night 1, and then we're going to do uh, the second part. And there's no waiting for the second part. It'll be on the same feed right after it. Um, I, I was I, – uh, when I did my show and I did uh, the review of everything, right, and we did that on Patreon, I I made a public apology about the, uh, the showcase tag team match because I was shocked how fucking good it was and that it – because I thought that was going to be the real dog shit match, obviously. Because I'm like, why is this even on the show? It was really fucking good. I thought probably the worst match was the Cena match. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was fucking like, oh, this is a fucking bore. Like, when you start to wander and look at your phone <laughs> during it, and I'm like, this is really shit. You know, I, I was uh, really not into it. Uh, what was your thoughts for for night one altogether? I was I was really glad that they. Uh, I saw Flair was all pissed off that uh, the women's match was not the main event. It's just so fucking dumb. It's so dumb that he would be mad. And I I got his argument for a second, where it was, if you're treating this like proper, the woman who won the Royal Rumble should main event one show. And the man who won, won Royal Rumble should main event the second show. If that's the, you know, it's world title, world title. It, it's not the world we live in. It's that title is not the most important. The best storyline is the most important. Um, didn't Hogan WrestleMania, uh, what, seven? No, seven. Where uh, it was him and Sid, right? That was, no. uh, or is eight. That's eight. Sorry. Um, that wasn't a fucking main event, really. That wasn't a title match. But they were fucking had, like, the storyline, so they went on last. It's always storyline has to fucking go. Because, I mean, Punk didn't get to fucking do, uh, you know, main event shit. No. And they thought that, um, yeah, Hogan was going to retire or he mm -hmm. was going to semi or at that point after that match anyway. So, um, so, yeah, it's not always happened. And over the last few years, especially... Um, the WrestleMania, oh sorry, the Royal Rumble winner has not gone on to to main event um, WrestleMania, particularly on the on the women's side. But obviously, he's always like this with his daughter. He thinks she's the best thing since sliced bread. But ultimately, my overriding take of it was is that night one was was so much better once again, and this is for the third year in a row that night one has been better. They seem to stack that night up to sell the tickets because they have the main event on the other side. And night two was a legitimate sellout. I'll tell you how legitimately fucking sold out it was on the other side of the show. It's fucking annoying. Um, but this one, you, you know, there were people, I had two um, different groups, uh, sorry, um, two seats in front of me. And I had um, three different groups sit in those fucking seats. First, it was a man and his kid. They got moved by people who I thought were sitting there. Um, and then those people left and two other people came into their seats and then the two people that were there initially but seemed to disappear for two hours then came back and moved them. So it was bizarre. Like people were just trying to move around. If you left your seat, uh, like I left, I missed a fatal four-way tag match and people were in my seat and I was like, fuck off, get out of my seat. So yeah, it was um, it was annoying like that, um, that I didn't need to pay 
so much for night one for these for these riser seats um but i did still and um and yeah so i enjoyed nearly everything um just eliminating what i didn't enjoy um i wanted senior to win i thought it would have been good for austin to see it um yeah. for, or good for the good start um i was certain he was going to win when i saw them like um make a wish kids um when i saw the dying kids i was like oh my god he's dying and retarded it's like yeah dying and retarded kids yeah i thought that's that's the that's the formula to win and um he did not win which was a big surprise at that point not really going in but after they saw the presentation and i was already like leaning towards him winning because it was the opening match by the way I recorded a lot of podcasts while I was over there for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. One of them was the WrestleMania preview. And fucking Austin went 100% on night one, including picking this winner of this match wow. and picking, picking Rey Mysterio and everything else went on through the night. So I did not like this opening match. I did not see the Fatal 4-Way. And I did not uh, and I did not enjoy the six-woman tag. That was, that was a prime example of just chucking women on the card. Uh, to to fill out the quota, yeah. right? Yeah. Everything else was fucking phenomenal. Um, we both said the Logan Paul winning the world title would not be an issue with us if he was to win this world title at one point because he's yep. just so fucking good. Um, and with the heel heat he gets and everything like that, that would definitely work for me. Um, I like the spot with with KSI. Um, I don't know if Americans know who KSI is as much as we do in England, but yeah, that was like, definitely we that, all thought it was fucking our truth. I had no clue because our oh. truth is in those ads, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, it's our right. truth." <laughs> Thanks, you right? Yeah. So that uh, was a, we didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying they all look the same to you, don't they? Uh, yeah, I think we. That's what we said. We went well. <laughs> I'm like, uh, tell I mean, me, tell me, people made... didn't think that was our truth uh, from America? Bullshit. Oh, no, he has the yeah, like hairstyle has that big fucking forehead as well. Like so, yeah, I'll give you that. And the same hairstyle. But um but yeah, I mean that that was that was fucking great. And that obviously resonated with, with Austin, who knows them both and sees them both as equals, which they're not. Logan Paul's significantly more famous. Oh, by the way, um going back a little bit, the Saturn fight, the me Shatton and Saturn was stopped by Logan Paul's dad. That's the greatest. Who 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 moved who moved me away from there and asked me what what the problem was and i actually told him like this guy um this guy did this down here he goes oh he goes yeah well he's a he's a douchebag and just leave just leave. i understand why he's so annoyed and i goes um and um austin come over he goes you're logan paul's dad he was like yeah because you like logan he's like yeah he's gonna get pictures was like yeah so just totally diffused it straight away um but yeah that was um that was a great match um that rear rep please charlotte i think the best women's match I think I've seen. Um, and I said this on Twitter and got loads of heat. People were like, oh, why is these so negative? Why can't one, why can't you just like appreciate both? It's like, no, because that's not the fucking point. And my point was, if you pretend that everything's great, everything's great. Listen to the word great, G-R-E-A-T. Mm-hmm. If you pretend everything is great and incredible, then when something great and incredible actually happens then it doesn't mean as much and that was what i was referring to last year everybody pretended that bianca and becky had this great match they had a good match right 
Mm-hmm. But it was the overemphasis on, oh, Bianca and Sasha's such a great main event. And, oh, Bianca again with Becky and all oh, these matches are phenomenal. No, they're all right because there's loads of mistakes in them. They were clunky. There were errors. But, you know, they they sold well. Like, they did some good spots and they had some good kickouts. And it was good. It was decent. But you can't fucking throw all of these superlatives at these fucking matches. And then when something legitimate comes along and, and it really is all of those things, then what do you have left to say? Then you're stuck doing what that fucking idiot Dave Meltzer had to do. Because when he already gave out his five stars and blew his load over all of his jap shit, mm-hmm. right? He then could only go to six stars because what he watched afterwards in his mind was significantly better than what he'd already given five stars to. Now he's just a discredited old man who has no information and he fucked up his own star rating by going six out of five which is so (laughs) moronic that you don't even it doesn't you can't even explain to someone that doesn't watch wrestling how that even happened six out of five seven out of five (laughs) he's got there now like you that's that's he's done as far as credibility goes had he had he done it correctly in the first place and that's what should have happened with bianca and becky because once you turn around and say oh, this is great, this is fucking four and a half stars, then what do you have to give to Rhea and Charlotte? You have to go five. There's no choice um, but to say that. And their their match was significantly better than anything women have ever done in terms of near falls, in terms of um, selling, in terms of like execution. Um, Everything was done perfectly. This was the greatest women's match ever. Not even fucking close. Not even fucking close. Nothing comes close to it. And you know why? because they fought like two fucking men. That's why it was so fucking good, because it looked like two men fighting in a fucking match and being as stiff as fuck as each other. This looked like a Drew McIntyre-Sheamus match, and that is the biggest compliment you can pay to women, because they didn't look like women out there. They weren't doing their fucking clunky, shitty running off the ropes where none of them can do it properly. Um, You know, all this do do bullshit. No, this was a fucking stiff, fucking hard-hitting match with real selling that made sense. Um, the Ray match was good. Um, I didn't expect him to win. Austin did. Um, Bad Bunny's involvement sets up Backlash. Dominic Mysterio's entrance might have been the, gross, the best ever. Um, Apparently, they got in trouble for that. Did you hear about this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw that day. <laughs> Who would even have fucking noticed it was a flash on the screen? Who would have fucking known that's wild as losers. fuck. That's unbelievable. Losers the losers who watch this, the God. ones that are always trying to get everything cancelled. Like you know who you know the answer to your own question. Well, you know, 100%. and, and to, for people who don't know, there was a uh, when they were showing different prisons and the barbed wires and the uh, bars inside when Dom was doing his promo. One of the flashed pictures was of Auschwitz. So the guy who put it together obviously just Googled, you know prison or prison camps and said, oh, that looks like a cool prison picture and posted it up. And and it's literally, it's not even a second. It's on the screen. So somebody had to go through every single one of those fucking flashes and put it into like Google to try to find out. That's fucking wild to me. Um, yeah, but uh, is that not, is that not a prison? Line? It is a prison. It's a different kind. It's uh, for people who got uh, locked up for not doing anything wrong. Uh, so that's, that's a little different. And uh, just executed. Uh, but you were talking about the best women's uh, match of all time. I don't know. I've seen a, quite a bit of uh, Marina Shafir matches, and uh, I don't know if that holds a candle, Billy. 
Is she still working there? Apparently she is. She was just on the other day, and you hear Moxley was on a podcast jerking off about her, how great she is. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. put her in the combat club then. They need a woman. Put her in there. Maybe that'd actually help her. But um, nobody ever did a promo as good as Shafir. That promo was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. The you know me, you don't know me promo. It's the greatest. Yeah, no, I see that. Yeah. Um, so where are we at? The, the main event. So the main event, um, Melzer's giving it five stars. Um, I actually thought it was a good match, but it wasn't yeah. my favorite of the night. Um, you think that they went very over the top and down the, the um, Young Bucks kind of route with this, um, which is probably why Dave loved it so much, because that's what he likes. Uh, but I didn't think it was by star. But I don't have any issue with it being the, the main event. I just feel that Charlotte and Rhea went out to make a point to say, well, fuck you, we should have main evented. And that, um, I, I just feel, I wonder how things would have gone the other way had they people had exhausted themselves out with that Sammy Usos match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sammy and Owens those match, had that been earlier, and people had conserved, you know, wouldn't have conserved energy and just gone all out for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, if the women's match would have been as good, had the crowd um, not had that much left in the tank. But they, I think they actually benefited from not going last because I think everybody was behind everything that they did. So I think everything worked out better because there was no way that Sammy and Owens weren't going to get cheered. It was the safest thing to put there in the spot. It was the safest yeah. thing to make sure that people didn't leave early to get out of that fucking hellhole, shithole SoFi Stadium. Which I, if I never, I hope I never go back there ever again. Um, it is in Inglewood, after all. It's not really, uh, you know, Hollywood. Or- <laughs> three, three hours to get out, get out of that place, and uh, the next day still took two hours. But at least a listener um, from K100 texts me uh, on um, or DM me on Twitter to ask me if I wanted to lift back. Oh, that's so hilarious. At least I said, at least I saved the fucking $85 that night. I was going to say, I mean, I was like, what, you drove there? I mean, wouldn't you get out and just walk a couple blocks and then call an Uber? Like when you get to a McDonald's down the block or something? Oh, I fucking did. Yeah. I walked, there was a route where we were supposed to walk out of there, which, you know, got you past um, all of the traffic and into a neighborhood. But everybody was doing the same thing. And everybody in this neighborhood wanted to fucking shoot you. So, like... That was the fucking that was the fucking issue. It was the fucking ghetto of Inglewood that you had to walk into to get a taxi, and even then it would take like an hour or two. You were only actually safe because um, because like you know you were surrounded by all the other wrestling fans and whatnot. And like I had so many fucking offers on my chair, like on night two, like offer after offer after offer. Austin actually sold his chair. Oh so, really? How much did he get? Three hundred dollars. Mm. Probably got five, right? No, you no. Oh, what, really? I don't think you can get five. Mm, that's nah. So you took yours back. You had to fucking bring that on a plane. Yeah. Wow, I had mine shipped to me for when I did uh, Mania thirteen. I had it shipped back home because I was like, how the fuck am I taking that on a fucking plane? So I still got that chair. Uh, it's fifth row. The planes like seventy five dollars to ship an additional piece of baggage. Um, I don't think the shipping would have cost like that. I think the shipping would have cost a lot more. I wonder how much I could sell my mania chair from 13 for. Cause that back in the day, that was when it was only uh first five rows got the chair. That was it. And I was fifth row. 
it's still that. And this time it's even worse because this was one of the stupidest manias because if you didn't have the right wristband, you didn't get to take your chair home. You only oh. got to sit in it. Really? So they, Yeah, there was an additional $150 that had to be paid for a commemorative chair on wow. every ticket. Um, and if you got to sit in it, you got to take it home immediately with a grey wristband. If you sat in like the fucking nosebleeds, but you but you added a chair mm-hmm. to your order, that would be shipped out to you after the event. No shit, it was shipped out to you. That's now that's the nice part about it. At least they ship it to you. Yeah, so you got shit seat, but chair shipped out to you. I was tempted to do that, actually. I was tempted to fucking get the chair shipped out to you um, through after buying it through mm-hmm. them, but I didn't. In the end, I ended up getting a chair the next day. Mm. Um, is that all we got for this one? We want to jump into show number two uh, for everybody and go into more stuff. Uh, or you got anything else that's uh, with night one? I thought it was. I thought that main event was good because of the. Um, obviously, it's the story. If the match was even just so-so, it was finally the end of a story that was you know pent up forever. So that really brings a lot more things to it. And the the storytelling of the emotions and and Sammy kind of looking at Jay before he killed him, like, here we go, you know, one of those things. So it was like, here we go, here's the ending. I think that kind of helped things. But, um, yeah, it was a fine match. I'm not thinking it's a fucking, you know, the greatest fucking tag match of all time or anything like that. Um, But, yeah, uh, night one in the books. Uh, Shall we jump over and uh, jump into night two, Billy? Give some plugs here, and we'll go into uh, night two plus. What we're going to talk about over there is a weird chick that stalked Billy, uh, K100 information, night two, and the Raw after Mania. Uh, Billy, where can we find your stuff before we jump into that? Yeah, so everything I do for gambling is over at lockbetting.com, the website. Um, you can do your research uh, on the website because there's all the spreadsheets for it at lockbetting.com. Uh, the pin suite at lockbetting.com is the PL from the previous month. This service is now delivered 118 months in a row of profit. So um, in two months, we'll be able to say we've been undefeated for a decade. So if you want to get your betting picks, sign up. And you don't have to go for top packages. There's cheap packages on there. Like you can just get bonus podcasts you can get all my sports podcasts for like 15 dollars a month so it's well worth checking out uh all my wrestling stuff is over at the dirtysheets.com you can get a package there to get you all the news for fucking five dollars a month i actually have a story that i'm going to post out today after the show um just learn some information about um someone that's going to become very important from ufc to the wwe all right, all my nonsense, look up on Twitter, TikTok, uh, Instagram, everything is at Lingus Mafia, and my Patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia. As little as five bucks, you get all these bonus wrestling shows, including all the Mania reviews. Or if you just want the free stuff, just uh, type in Lingus Mafia wherever you get your podcast. He's Billy. I'm Cav. Go listen to part two.